0: Minus four, three, two, one, zero. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Because of vision softly creeping. Left its seeds while I was sleeping. And the vision that was planted in my brain still remains within the sound of silence. Thank you very much, Sir Sean Connery. It's the Intergalactic Boombox. Kyle Hebert here. I'm an L.A.-based voice actor best known from Dragon Ball Z, Street Fighter, my Hero Academia, Bleach, Naruto, Fire Emblem, Pokemon, Digimon. If the kitchen sink were an anime, chances are I'd be in it. Question O the week. What did you think of the shore, Charge Squad? Sorry, I can't get out of Sean Connery. Uh, <clears throat> Ryoga Rocket says, I thought it was great. A lot of fun. Managed to keep things surprising. Very gory. But in spite of that, still had plenty of good humor and heart. Fantastic opening scene as well. And Ratcatcher 2 stole the whole show. Well, her and King Shark. Thank you, Ryoga. Meme Lord says, Perfect 10. Matty Wobble says, I think it's one of the top five comic book movies of the last five years, but it's too soon to judge it against the all-time greats. Winst says, Chaotic, yet beautiful. Oracuna Production says, Loved it. I was kind of skeptical going in, but I was pleasantly surprised by how amazing and entertaining it was. One Big Boss says, Needed more King Shark. I agree. Him and Fat Gum from My Hebrew Academia could totally be buds. Orion says, it was so good I already watched it like four times. Ignis Cross says, first 20 minutes were a little tough, but everything after that was pretty good. Dom says, director is a POS. (laughs) Okay, don't hold back. (laughs) Let us know how you really feel. While compiling these replies, I also found some interesting trivia here. The detachable kid that uh, Nathan Fillion plays is based on Arm Fall Off Boy. I like that name better, but that was an actual DC Comics character. And Peacekeeper was apparently the basis for the comedian in Watchmen. New question of the week. What do you think of Marvel's What If show so far? As of this recording, two episodes in the can. And I haven't seen episode two, but I will say I really dug it. There's some typical Saturday morning cartoon-type cheese in there. But overall, some really, really well-constructed action scenes. And kudos to Josh Keaton, man. I thought it was Chris Evans playing Steve Rogers, but nope, nope, it was a voice match. And there are some more voice matches uh, and voice replacements coming up in the series. Apparently Dave Bautista was not asked to come on, and he said he would have to be Drax. And before anyone asks, no, I will not be heard on the show. I wish. At Boombox Pod on Twitter, go to kyleabare.com, click on podcast, and leave me a voicemail. Let me know your thoughts. How do you like it stacked up against Loki, WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Or is it its own beast because it's animated? Or do you just kind of lump it all together? Are there any what-if stories that you're looking forward to or that you want to see? I'd like to see a crossover with DC and have Wade Wilson and Slade Wilson just duke it out. Whoa, look at the phones lighting up. West of the Rockies, you are on the air. Is this the subatomic poop box? Oh, Ken. Conspiracy. Okay, it's the inter... conspiracy here. I know. And I wanted to comment on your coverage of the alien globalist agenda. I'm not covering anything about an alien globalist agenda. Uh-huh. I got three aliens with me. They exist, and they definitely don't have an agenda. They just ride on my spaceship. Gits. Affirmative. Shiggles. I'm getting shiggy with it. And asthma. One eight seven seven cars for kids Oi. For nature. Look, no, never sing that again or I'm gonna donate you out the airlock. Your mother was a hamster and your father smoked of elderberries. Rude. Listen to me, Kyle, no hair. The government is in cahoots with aliens. Cahoots is such a fun word. Their cahooting is entirely responsible for the UFO phenomenon. Do, 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 do Why don't you get a toupee with some brains in it? Look, a toupee would just go up in flames since the follicles on my head were all choked out years ago from all the testosterone. That's Oddly poetic. Not really. It just sounds cooler than admitting it's just male pattern baldness. Attention, Simpsons fans, who also happen to be shoe collectors. Adidas is coming out with a Ned Flanders set of kicks. For reals. They'll be brown and olive suede. You can actually take a glance at the... Link in the show notes! Or a glance at your phone or desktop right now if you're listening to this show on a podcasting 2.0 app from newpodcastapps.com. Now be prepared to cough up a hundred and twenty dollars worth of high diddly dough with a release date of October third. Uh hey, boss man. Yes, kids? You missed the most obvious joke. Tell him she <laughs> Okay, I've been practicing Hokily Tokily shoe. <laughs> no No, man. Just, uh, I wish time travel was real so we could retcon this moment. (laughs) Oh, no problem. I got a time traveling balloon right here. Oh, really? It's filled with helium from our home planet. Yeah, yeah. You just let a little air out. Uh We should totally pitch this on Shark Tank. Here, watch. Whoa! Well, wait a minute. Everything around me is black and white. Mm, retro. Well, duh. We went back in time, brosif. If come again. Yeah. First came the silent era. <laughs> that was pretty boring. Then came the talkies, and then came podcasting in full color. Whoa. Just, just get us back. I got a show to do. Boo. Uh, you're no fun, man. Refund. <laughs> what was the very first video game? If you said GoldenEye for the N64, I'd say that may have been your first video game. But as for the first video game, would you say Pong? Sorry, Hans, wrong guess. Die Hard, by the way, is totally a Christmas movie. If you think otherwise, your opinion is wrong. The very first computer video game with an actual physics model was Tennis for Two, way back in 1958. Fast forward to 1972, Atari snuck in and grabbed while the getting was good, since Tennis for Two was never patented. Pong switched the player angle from side to top view. So, go back in time to 1958. The game was designed by physicist William Higginbotham, a member of the Manhattan Project, the group of scientists that developed the nuclear bomb. After helping ushering in an apocalyptic device, perhaps Higginbotham's conscience said, Hey genius, why don't you create something a lot more positive that doesn't involve destroying the Earth? What's the matter with you? The 10-time Emmy-nominated hit comedy show What We Do in the Shadows returns to FX for its third season. And season four has already been greenlit. I love when a network has faith in its programming. To the uninitiated, What We Do in the Shadows is a mockumentary comedy focusing on centuries-old vampires adjusting to life in modern times. It's based on a 2014 film from Taika Waititi, director of Thor Ragnarok and the upcoming Thor Love and Thunder, and Jermaine Clement from Flight of the Concords and Legion. They were both among the main cast as well. The TV series focuses on a different set of vampires, Nando, the Relentless, an ancient warrior, his regular human servant Guillermo, who can't wait to become a vampire laszlo a hoity-toity brit and his romani lover nadja lastly an american and white as white can get colin robinson who is an energy vampire instead of blood he feeds on the suffering of those around him by being that one dork we all know who just won't shut up the kind of guy that invites themselves oh god I'm The movie is very funny, and I do recommend it, but I personally prefer the series, probably because the whole fish out of water in Staten Island seems more relatable. The movie is self-contained, as is the series, so you can start right away watching either and get all the details you need. There are some great cameos throughout the first two seasons that I will not spoil. You just gotta watch it. It's really, really good stuff. What We Do in the Shadows Season 3 debuts on FX on September 2nd and on demand on FX on Hulu the day after. If you're still into physical media, them there steel books and hard disks are coming. Hoo-wee. A lot of these movies in 4K for the very first time. August 31st, David Lynch's Dune. David Lynch, of course, has long disavowed the film, so don't expect him anywhere on this thing. You got two brand new commentary tracks, though. Feature-length documentary. The limited edition comes with a 60-page book, double-sided poster, lobby cards, and a ton of archived featurettes. Still no official release of the extended cut that Universal kind of just slopped together for broadcast decades ago, featuring several hours of cutscenes crudely assembled with new narration and artist renditions of scenes that were never completed. And maybe that's for the best. The animated sequel to Mortal Kombat from this year on HBO Max called Battle of the Realms also drops on August 31st. Audio commentary and bloopers. Ooh, that sounds fun. There are hours upon hours of blackmail-worthy audio on the hard drives of recording studios. Trust me. Skipping ahead to September 7th, if you like the first four Star Trek movies, a lot of people skip one and just pop in Wrath of Khan and then skip to the Whale one. Okay, part three, search for Spock. Okay, okay. So, yeah, th- that's compiled. You get the thing in 4K. Oh, my gosh. That's only one of my all-time favorite movies, including one of the all-time most debated endings. If you gotta have your fit- Physical copy of the Snyder Cut. It's coming on September 7th. September 14th. Disney and Marvel will bring you Black Widow on 4K and Blu-ray. If you're a Kubrick fan, September 21st, a clockwork orange. Welly 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 well. For the first time in 4K, also unbreakable. And on September 28th, Transformers, no, not the Michael Bay one, we're talking Transformers the movie, the 35th anniversary edition in 4K, steelbook, new extra features, you got the touch. (laughs) Just when you thought the podcast wasn't available in enough areas, I have now added access on Instagram TV. And just in case no one knew, but for the past month or so, I have uploaded all episodes on YouTube. You're a ho. I'm guilty as charged. Aren't you, like, worried about overexposure and stuff? No, I'm not worried about overexposure. This is what you do as a podcaster. You can't stop the signal. People have their own way of listening to podcasts. I just hope more people check out newpodcastapps.com so they can get the full experience, the 2.0-ism. All right, well, what you gonna do now? Well, honestly, I think I'm just gonna heat up this, uh, this little thing of bell peppers and beef. Uh, listen, boss, there's no beef in here, so you wouldn't really call it bell peppers and beef, now, would you? (laughs) Yes, I would. Well, it's not. It is when you're broke. Any don't take any wooden nickels because the cashier's not gonna accept them as legal tender anyway. You're still a hoe. Till next time, I'll catch you on the flippity floppity. Ah!